finally overcame my reluctance to kneel in the sun fiddling with bits of plastic. <laughs> but actually when you do that, then it's a lot easier and the results are pretty spectacular. That's Stanley Crawford talking about drip irrigation. Stanley arrived to Dixon, New Mexico as a novelist, but soon after, he and his wife, Rosemary, started a garden that kept growing till it became the garlic and shallot farm they own today. Standing tall with graying hair, he has abandoned him from hours spent leaning over baskets of rounded garlic heads, their papery shells blushing with purple streaks. Stanley doesn't even enjoy the garlic he grows. Raised in a German household, it was all about onions. But proud nonetheless, having come to all of this green, he is now an expert of the place he lives. Along the clear Embudo River, lined with cottonwoods turning golden and wild apple trees. When the water gets tight, we have a water sharing agreement. An agreement that the Crawford's livelihood relies on, in contrast to Western Water Law's focus of self-promotion. Buying land in northern New Mexico is unlike anywhere else in the United States. Here, purchasing a parcel of land comes with water rights. Sensibly, since land cannot be separated from the water flowing through it. Spanish water law proclaims, Share and share alike. A different story than Western water law's motto of, First in time, first in right. Which means if you have the oldest piece of paper that says you have a water right, you're first in line and you can take what you need, hell with everybody downstream or upstream. In, this, in the customary Spanish system, you share. But more than law persists in the land of enchantment. Through the hillside, behind Stanley's house, is the Acequia del Bosque. Acequia, meaning an irrigation ditch that's hand-dug about three feet wide and four feet deep. Yeah, our ditch starts, so oh, I'd say, maybe three-quarters of a mile up with a rock and brush weir. Weirs, in this case, are structures secured to the bottom of the bank. A sharp angle in them diverts waters out of the main channel, acting as a diversion dam. Water then flows into ditches that have been continually adapted since the Spanish arrived in the 1600s. They converted ditches first dug by the Puebloan Indians. Unlined, acequias allow water to seep deep into the soil, replenishing the groundwater. In this way, they bring life to New Mexico's dry mountainous lands. They create riparian areas along their banks, where cottonwoods and willows sprout up, creating habitat areas valuable because of their distinction from the typical pinyon-juniper hillsides of the area. As a newcomer to Acequia del Bosque, in tradition, Stanley was elected to the Acequia Commission, a group of local water holders. Newcomers are drafted because there's always feuding going on, and as a newcomer, um, the hope is that you will land on one side or the other of the feuding party. After a time, local landowners elected Stanley as Mayor Domo, the ditch boss, with this title, he got to know his neighbors by collecting ditch dues, but perhaps more importantly... Gave me license to basically walk up and down the ditch any time I wanted, and, and the, the, the acequia, in effect, led me deeper into nature in a way that I would not have gone otherwise. Walking the ditch, Stanley gained an understanding of the value of the place he lived, because he saw it. Something Francisco Zamora, a kind, gregarious man, working with the Sonoran Institute in Mexico, struggles with. Traveling south into Mexicali, Mexico, the Colorado River becomes a shallow brine bath, full of irrigation water. The necessity of Francisco's goal to restore the Colorado River Delta becomes evident. 
Speaking to the lack of knowledge and connection the people of Mexicali have to the natural world, he asks. How many or what the percentage of the people, of the local people here you think know the Colorado River? Yeah, they have been here and they know that there is a river. I mean, that, that, that sounds like a kind of a crazy question. But, but he's not joking. Rivers all across the world are drying up. The once mighty Colorado has diminished so greatly and become so salty that only 20% of the people in the region know it exists, shrunk from memory. If seeing is understanding and offers connection, as Francisco believes, then a dry riverbed leaves little hope. A pulse flow, minute 319, was sent down the river in 2014 and made history as a bi-national effort to shift water management. It was one of the first flows ever assigned for the environment. People came out from across the land to watch the riverbed fill with water. Jorge Ramirez, one of the engineers who designed the flow, was following the pulse and described the people's reaction. The older generation, the ones who remembered the river of the past, told the children. This is a river, and the river has water. Because a lot of people don't know the river with water. But that is part of a river's definition. Without water, what is left? It's the same story in New Mexico along Stanley's Acequia. Now what's missing here is um, the right of the river itself to water. Um, that is um, something none of us really want to think about. <laughs> but a drying, warming climate in New Mexico offers no choice but to face it. Just 10 to 12 years ago was such a bad drought that people were comparing it to their grandparents' recollections of the destructive Dust Bowl of the 1930s. At the time, the commissioners worked together to allocate water equally. It was decided that every Parciente, member of the Acequia community, would be allowed an hour or two of flow every 12 days. That's all the water there was to offer. Today, there are more efforts to sustain the river itself. Water banking, for example, has been adopted by every Acequia in the village. Meaning that if you don't use your allotted water for four years, you won't lose your right to it. This is unheard of in Western water law. Water banking allows you to redistribute your allocation of water back into the acequia. What's unique here is that uh, you have a primary resource water controlled by the people who use it. The acequia system depends on being independent, with a focus on staying small and local. Doing so, it thrives. Northern New Mexico has survived through a great deal of changes climatically and culturally. People along the banks here today are not necessarily native Spanish speakers. However, they are fluent in a way of collaborating rooted in Spanish water law. In a time of global climate change, perhaps the answer is to come together in a common struggle. Water may not always be for fighting over. At the end of the day, alongside the empty acequia behind Stanley's house, garlic husks blow about with the recently plowed rows of garlic cloves tucked away, waiting for the ideal conditions to sprout, Stanley shakes his head. This is it. <laughs> this is what we argue and sweat over and lose sleep over and <laughs> shoot at our neighbors over. <laughs> to fight to the finish, only one remains standing. Only one wins. And Asakia stands for more naturally seeping back into the landscape, we may never know how much water was lost, but it is clear how much the people living along it have gained. 
For National Public Lands Radio, this is Emma Rollins.